guys. Welcome back to Back to the Past, our alternate history podcast. I'm back after two episodes because I had to take care of some stuff. We also have... Uh, hello, I am here, Rohan. Yeah, my boy Rohan. And, uh, and for some reason... Ted should be joining I, us uh, shortly. He's just having technical issues right now. But we'll just get started. Yeah, technical all right, so today our scenario is going to be, what if the Russian Revolution had failed? And we're talking about the Ottoman Revolution. For a historical context, there was two, like, there were two revolution, Russian revolutions, one in February and one in October. Both of which led to the, either, the first one led to the fall of the Tsar. The second led to the end of the Russian Republic, or the provisionary government as was, and led to creation of the Soviet Union after many years of the Russian Civil War from around 1919 to 1923, when Lenin finally took power. Which today we're going to be saying, what if Russian Revolution had failed? That's right. So we're going to talk about what if the October Revolution failed, as Nick had said earlier. So the October Revolution as Nick had said, was the Bolshevik Revolution. So in our timeline, the Bolshevik Revolution really wasn't stopped, the initial um, overthrow of the government, per se, because the Bolsheviks, they just walked into the capital and the original government surrendered. However, after that, it resulted in the Civil War, so it was a civil war. So I think a theory that we can discuss is what if, instead of letting them walk into the professional government building, what if they actually sent the military out to stop the provisional government? Because they could have easily arrested the Bolshevik leaders and probably executed a few too, like uh, Trotsky. I mean, not Trotsky, sorry. Lenin, Lenin, that's right, yeah. So, Taj, how do you think that the Russian Revolution would fail? What's your theory? How the October Revolution would fail? Yeah, well, correct. I think so. One of the biggest things that uh, the Soviets uh, got power was that it promised the people like peace, um, land, and food, right? But if, bread, cough, cough. Yes. The slogan was peace, land, and bread. My mistake. And if the provisional government has to um, counter that statement, is by giving the people more opportunities. At first, it allowed the people have elections, and it disbanded like death sentences and the secret police. So the provisional government started to become more successful. The support of the Soviet will decrease. And during the provisional government, Soviets had some control over like local uh, places. They had um, they they can give orders to soldiers. Off. And yeah, no, I know what you mean. You're talking about Soviets. Yes. Like there was multiple examples of Soviet China. But if yeah, like the liberal side of the provisional government grew stronger and stronger, and if they became more successful and successful, the Soviets will started to lose more power, and maybe that um, the dual power of the provisional government will have ended if the liberals gained full control. So I think that's one way uh, the re the October Revolution will never happen if. The liberal side of the provisional government gained full control. Right. Okay. I think that a lot of people. Oh. I was going to say, yes, and Nick, you can go. What's your theory? I was going to go. I'm just, right, a thing before I go on to my personal theory is that we should realize that there is not a united front of communists in Russia. There's, in fact, two fronts. 
more socialist, or well, a more conservative, quote unquote, type of communist party. And then we had a more liberal or socialist type of communist party, which I know sounds whack. But the first one I mentioned is the Mensheviks, which actually was where Leon Trotsky used to work, as a matter of fact. He used to be a Menshevik before he became a Bolshevik. Meanwhile, we have the Bolsheviks led by Lenin and also Stalin, but he's not really important in this scenario. So in this scenario, I would agree. I do think what would happen is that simply all the all the, the whites, I should say, more specifically the provisional government, what they would have to do is that they would just have to put maybe around a thousand, ten thousand troops. I know it sounds a lot since the first world, world war is going on, but in the end of the day, they're going to prevent their country from collapsing. And maybe, just maybe, we should actually consider the fact that we have to also realize that. The First World War probably would be going worse for Germany. And the reason why would be that, of course, you had the fight on the Eastern and Western Front. And the reason why the Germans almost won the Kaiserschlag Offensive was because of the fact that the Russian Front opened up so they were able to send all their troops east, or west, my fault, all the troops west. Therefore, we could therefore assume that in this scenario, when the Russian Revolution of October fails, we could also assume that maybe the First World War would end either a, a little quicker or b a little a little further, as Russia, as we know, had almost lost, had actually had been a major combatant in the First World War, of course, as they took up literally all the a lot of resources against Germany, Austria-Hungary. Yeah, definitely. So I think we should now move on to. Do you guys have anything else to discuss before we move on to? How it would affect the rest of the world, or no? No, I do have a lot to discuss about the rest. So I do have a lot to discuss about the rest of the world. Okay, yeah, I think you should talk about the first world war then. The, all right. So without getting into the, the all the crazy butterfly effects that would happen after the first world war, we can confirm that there would be two paths that this war could take. They, Russia collapses during 1918, as many countries would do, such as this. Hungary, Austria-Hungary, Germany, Ottomans, and I guess Bulgaria too, you could say. But in this case and scenario, I think that the better option, in my personal, the more realistic option would be that Germany would fall earlier in this scenario, since as we know, the Kaiserschlag offensive was only possible due to the fact that they had a million plus men coming in from the Eastern Front and actually outnumbered all the Western powers for a short number of time before the Americans came in, which also which also demonstrates how important Russia was to the war. The fact that they could that they could hold so much power even after they leave is ridiculous to think about because of the fact that if it was not for the if it was for the, if it for it was if it was for the Russians staying in the First World War, then I think that we would see a more powerful Russia in modern day scenario in a modern day scenario, which I know is ridiculous to think about since you know it's about a hundred years afterwards. Well, I do think that Germany would definitely collapse earlier in this scenario. That's the more realistic scenario, realistic scenario here, that Germany would collapse earlier during the war since they, the Americans would come and we realize, oh, this is, is possible to win. Yeah, so I think that really just basically discuss it. Um, how this Russia not having the October Revolution successful would change the World War One. But now I think we should actually move on after to 
after the First World War. So we're going to discuss actually the potential events on how this world would be different than our world. So I think one of the first things to say is that the Nazis, they might have rose to power. But the thing about the Nazis is that not only do they hate Jewish people, but they were also the response to the Soviets and communism. So by the Soviets and this huge power not being communist, they would have definitely not had as much influence. And I'm not even too sure if Germany would turn to an authoritarian regime of any kind to cause into another Second World War. So I do disagree with you. I do agree with you on almost everything. But I do have to disagree with you on one point, and that's the fact that we would not see a German dictatorship similar to the Nazis or even the Nazis themselves. I do think that the Germans in this scenario would have the mentality that they should have won World War One. And in fact, I do think in this scenario that we would still see a Hitler-like figure rise. Maybe not with the race, exactly racist policy that he had, but more of the fact that more of this revenge, revanchism, I believe it's called, revanchism, which is basically the idea of a country being bigger than it should be. Because if you see there's multiple revanchism movements, such as Greeks, like the Greece, let me just give you a modern day example. Greece is a perfect example where, where they think they should own uh, Istanbul and a lot of the Aegean islands, like the Aegean Sea Islands, as you know. That's like a big movement in the modern day uh, society, I'm pretty sure. And also... I do think in this scenario, I do have to say though, in this scenario, I think we would still see an Anschluss. I, I still do, I don't know if there would be a World War II, but I do have to say, I do think that there would still be a Hitler like figure in Germany. How about you, Tej? So, what will I think after World War One? I? I actually think that the Nazis will never come into power because. Um, like what Nick and uh, Nick and Rohan said, Rohan believes that no authoritarian government will rise up, and Nick believes there will be some form. I specifically think the Nazis won't rise up, but there may be authoritarian form of government rising up in Germany. Yeah, no. So I I agree with uh, Nick with that. The so reason, I to... oh, yeah, the, you can go. The reasons I think the Nazis won't rise up because Nazis like. Uh, like promises and policies and like its speeches and lectures to the people were very anti-communist and like even though like the communism part like communism like parties and like groups in like germany weren't like that popular people believe that they're like a competition to germany and that, i mean not germany not uh, the nazis that's why they always clashed to each other and then like to other countries like England and France, I honestly don't know they will care that much because, of course, like England and France have like learned about the revolution and stuff, but they never really intervened into like foreign Russian politics. So, uh, Nick, you want to continue? Yeah, no, I, about adding on different to, countries. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about different countries. We're still going to continue about Germany. I do agree with you the fact that there would be an authoritarian government, as you stated before. But the, one of the main reasons why I would say it's not going to be the Nazis is because of the fact that you have to look specifically at one event that happened that actually led to Hitler getting gaining chance like emergency powers, I believe they would call it, or just dictatorial powers, I would say, because I'm thinking like uh, Star Wars for some reason. But we had to talk about the Reichstag fire. The Reichstag fire was directly linked by the communists. Even then, there, there most likely wouldn't be a Reichstag fire 
or if there was, we don't. It probably would be. It would probably be by some different authoritarian group. Because in actual history, we do know the Nazis caught. But moving on, like not moving with me my, with my argument personally with Fr- France and Britain. In real life scenario, they actually really did care about the communist threat during the twenties and even the thirties. But then fascism became the biggest threat to global democracy. Quote unquote. But as I said, but as uh, if you didn't know this actually in history, the reason why the Reds won the Civil War was not because of the fact that that West did not care that about the Reds. It's because of the fact that they could, that they couldn't. They couldn't fund them because, you know, there was a almost like a quote-unquote economic crisis. Well, I shouldn't say quote-unquote. There, there was an economic crisis after the First World War due to the fact that they had to pay back all their loans to the United States, which we can move on to the United States later on if you want, or just any country in the world that you want. In later. But we're not going to talk about the United States. But my idea is that both France and Britain – would not would not be would be paying more attention to Germany, especially because now there is no big communist threat in the East, but there is a threat right on their doorstep in Germany. Yeah, so I definitely agree. And moving back to Germany, so th- this is actually Germany actually had a civil war. Um, the Democratic the Weimar Republic actually had a civil war, and that's what led to Hitler's rise. Because the state of Bavaria actually rose up as a communist revolution, and it lasted for a few months too before the German army put it down. But that's just showing that people in Bavaria they wanted to have communism. So the reason actually that fascism is based out of Bavaria also is to immediately to fight back that communism. So we also said at, in our Versailles Treaty one that this would happen too, and I think also in this one that it's possible for Bavaria to lead kind of like a red revolution throughout Germany because fascism would not be as popular because yes, there's a threat on their doorstep, but at the same time, we don't know about communism as much, I guess, because it's not in a big nation like a Soviet Union. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm talking about the doorstep on the threat, not because, oh, uh, well, because of the fact that, oh, you're communist. I'm talking more of the fact that Germany, since it's rearming after the Versailles, let's just say that we have their, this version, this history's uh, version of the treaty size. There's just the Germans losing oh, yeah. all their land. Yeah, no, I know you know what you're saying. But since, since because there was no big Russian threat, there's no big Soviet threat, they would be focusing more on Germany. So we might see in this scenario that the Munich, that the Munich Convention does not or it was the Munich conference, my fault, that, that the Munich conference would actually turn into maybe not open war, but more of terms of a cold war between Britain and France. And on the other side would be Germany and its ally, its ally Italy. That's some, or let's just say that because Mussolini, I do believe, would still get into power in this scenario due to all the stuff that's, we haven't not changed anything about Italy. It's World War One after the, after the, Definitely. no, no, no. Continuing on with that, I do believe that communism has a chance of rising in Germany, which even then could make it even bigger red here because all the Soviets, you know, have all this manpower and stuff. They didn't have to really worry about them. But if communism rose in Germany, they could they could worry about it spreading to France because it actually in history, France was very close to becoming a communist state or at least a, ve- a very socialist state. And I think that that would be a much bigger threat since Britain would lose its only friend on the continent, quote unquote, only friend on the continent, France. Being France, of course. 
So that's why I say in this scenario, they would definitely be a, a lot more eyes on Germany instead of the Russians. Yeah, I agree, definitely. But I think moving on, I think we should, we're done with the 1919, I guess. I think we should move on now to global politics. What do you guys say? Sure. Yes, totally. So, Ty, do you want to maybe discuss, I guess, the immediate future, maybe? What do you think? How do you think World War II would happen, if it would happen? And how do you think, who would be the f- f- warring sides? And how do you, yeah, how do you think it's going to go? Well, Rohan, like what Nick said, how Mussolini is still going to gain power in Italy, and I totally agree with that. And how uh, Germany, if it has some form of authoritarian regime, which I do, will probably still ally with Italy because they're still. I still think Germany, like any other perspective, still is sour about uh, the previous World War One and its enemies. But in this alternate history, the October Revolution doesn't happen. So I believe, I still believe the Russian government will become more liberal. And if it does become more liberal, I think Russia is going to side war with England and France rather than Italy and Germany. It's not because they want to, it's because they will choose that side over Germany and Italy. And this will obviously affect World War II and probably a two-front war. But that's my perspective on Russia with global politics. I still think they'll choose England and France over Italy and Germany, but I don't think they'll like be like very good friends like France and England are. And who knows, maybe they want to isolate themselves to like America. Yeah, like Isolate how America isolated during World War One and World War Two. That's what you're saying, right? Yep. Yeah, I definitely agree. So, I think one thing important to note is now what that we're in the subject in the 40s and early 50s is China. See, people, Mao Zedong, like his, he, they were on the verge of being wiped out before Japan threat united all of China together. However, after Japan threat was done, Mao won the war because of Soviet support. So without the Soviets, it's very likely that the Chinese Nationalist Party actually would have won the war instead of the Soviet, I mean, instead of the communists. So in other words, Taiwan and China would be under one government, and that government would be the Nationalist Party. Because in our world, Mainland China is under the communists, while Taiwan is under the nationalists. I think that's actually very important to know, especially for global politics in the modern age, because in the 50s and 60s, China wasn't as as influential as it is now. So just imagine more of a nationalist, democratic China now in the modern world and how that would affect. Do you guys want to talk about that, or do you guys want to go to a different subject? Uh, no, I was, I, I, well, I'm going to talk about that too, but I just want to talk about what you said before. I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's possible for Russia to be isolationist at all. The difference between Russia and the United States is not because of its size, it's more because of its geography. As we know, the United States is basically a peninsula, you could say almost, because actually no, peninsula is just, uh, surrounded by all water except for— It's like an island per se. Island. It's, it's island. like its own – it has its own – Basically, it's basically North America is its own island, private island. Since we already know Canada, Mexico, 
then also we have to realize that that in this scenario, Russia would definitely not be an isolated because of fact would not be in a home. And I can confirm to you, Russia would not be isolated. And the reason why is that, as you know, there's there's this thing called the North European point where a lot of war takes place in. And Russia, where where I think would be in this scenario, since it's would be more bigger, more territorial or territor territorially wise, I do think that they can't be isolated. I do think, however, there will be an eventual conflict, and I do agree with you too, that they would side with Britain and and France. Now moving on to China, I would yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. The nationalists will win the civil war. And I do think that I do think that the current tension that's going on between America and China, I do think that would still exist. Not because not over ideology, more because of uh, because of conflicting interests. Influence kind of, right? Correct, correct. So I guess we can I want to talk about China because that's actually very interesting. Because China in our day is yeah, we'll have an influence war with China versus America, but China's not is most definitely not gonna be as aggressive as they are in our timeline. Like about how they're just making claims on random Asian countries throughout the world and stuff. So in our universe, they're definitely not gonna do that. I think it'd just be more like maybe an economic war per se, like see who can become like the richest country, right? Well, they're not gonna go to war, definitely not. And I think one thing important to note is that obviously there'll be no Cold War between the United States and Russia. And relations between the two countries would, be, would actually not be that bad. That's what I would say. Obviously, it wouldn't be perfect, but I still think the relations wouldn't be terrible. Hedge, what do you think about a replacement for a Cold War? Or what would I, what in our timeline after World War II is the Cold War? What would you think would replace that long span of this 20th century? Well, the Cold War happened because of powers had a stalemate based on ideologies. But the thing is, if World War II happens and if the government, if authoritarian governments fall and Russia stays liberal, maybe there won't be a Cold War. Maybe like everyone's different based on their liberal ideologies, but they won't have like clashing uh, superpowers. I don't think America is going to like clash with. Russia, if Russia stays liberal and if Russia harms American, uh, like, like is a threat to like the American public or to the American eye. And I don't think that's going to happen unless Russia does something like bad to America. But yeah, I actually don't think there will be a Cold War because the Cold War happened because of clashing ideologies. That's my perspective. So I think we've actually just discussed this really well. What do you say, Taj? I think we should close it up now. Yeah, I agree. Yes. I agree. So, Nick, you want to close it off? Sure. Thank you very much for watching us too. Um, I got a little food in my mouth. Give me a second. Thank you very much for watching this podcast, this episode of Back to the Past, the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed and we will be coming out with new content very soon. Yeah, we're so we're sorry for like the delay we've had. It's just with school, all this uh, school opening, the new year, just had some issues to find the time. But we promise you now we've got our schedule down, and we're gonna get you the content. I can guarantee.
if you enjoy this podcast and if you know someone else who would enjoy it, please share it to them. And also, if you have any suggestions, any feedback, any criticism, please uh, send us a DM or just comment on us on Twitter. At, our Twitter handle is at Back to the Past P1. Tej, anything else to say before we sign off? Just have a wonderful day. Yes, sir. Yeah, have a wonderful day, all. Catch our nose.